What's good, family? I'm your boy Trey Frazier here. Happy New Year to everybody out there. Welcome to another episode of the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, shout out to all of our Facebook Live viewers right now. Uh, make sure y'all continue to follow the Facebook page. Click the like button. Also, you can follow us on our social media on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. And you can also follow us on the YouTube page as well. Um, it's your boy Trey Frazier here. Uh, first show of the new year, 2022. Uh, my partner in crime had to handle some business this evening. So we got a special guest in the building, a friend of the show um, in this podcast game right here. Uh, he's got his own show called Cooking with the Microwave. You can check that out on X-Squad Radio. Uh, got my boy John Fisher here, live from Atlanta here, uh, joining your boy here on the Barbershop Sports Talk podcast. Uh, John Fisher, Microwave, what's good, man? Trey Frazier, what's popping, bro? Hey, man, hey, you, you're the real MVP right now, man. Like, you just came through in the clutch, bro. Like, I literally, like, got Maestro's text like 6.30 something, and he texted me about 4.58 this afternoon and, you know, to tell me that he was unable to, um, you know, do the podcast tonight. And, you know, I'm, you know, I'm doing my usual, you know, setup and everything and got to the phone and he was like, he couldn't do the show. So I'm like, oh man, you know, what am I going to, you know, I'm figuring, okay, could I just do the show like this solo? Could I just do a little bit of IG live solo? Sometimes I do that you know, just to kind of get, you know, some of the fans engaged into the podcast and all that. And then I thought about you and I was like, yo, microwave ain't doing a show. It don't seem like I hit you up and you was down, you know, to, you know, come on and, uh, you know, bless us with your presence, man. So I, I really appreciate that. Well, you know, it was a blessing for me too. Cause like I said, I, I felt like doing the show today, fresh out of uh, COVID jail and all of that stuff. But, um, you know, having not spent too much time with the fam, I'm, you know, I got caught up with the kids and with the wife and all that good stuff. But then, you know, I didn't want to have to go through the rigors of, of, of all the hosting and sending out alerts and anything. Yeah. And then you called and was like, <laughs> yo, you ain't doing the show. And I'm like, nah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, yeah, come on aboard. Oh, well, <laughs> I thought you was asking because you was like, damn, I want to call in and talk about something. You're like, nah, man, well, you know, show can't rock tonight. So, are you available? And I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, I definitely come on around my mouth as long as you doing all the work. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Look, look, I I, I do most of, of the work anyway. Uh, <laughs> Maestro, if, you, if, if you're watching Maestro, uh, I, I do a little bit most of it anyway, but, you know, it's, it's cool. It's, it's cool, man. Uh, appreciate you uh, joining on here. Um, you know, the last time we kicked it, actually, I was in Atlanta uh earlier last year in april at your crib you know doing the show and everything and you know we we had a bunch to talk about back then and uh Mm -hmm. we definitely got a lot to talk about uh you know for this week man so um you know without me sending you any kind of rundown and anything um you know i usually do one on my phone here so I'm, i'm sure you know you know what i'm gonna lead off into here uh the biggest you know, sports story of the week. And it's Antonio Brown, who, um, you know, walked off the field in the middle of the Jets game on Sunday and uh, pretty much 
Um, not officially cut from the Buccaneers from what we heard yesterday, not officially cut um, because they're still trying to sort out exactly, um, you know, what happened. But the story we got was that uh, the coach told him to go in the game and AB said, nah, I can't go in coach like this, you know, the ankle that he was healing from, you know, a few weeks, you know, a few weeks back um, hasn't healed to what I guess he wanted it to heal. So he didn't want to go back in the game and coach told him, look, if you don't go back in the game, then you're, you know, you're off the team. And so that's when you saw him take the Jersey off, strip the, you know, undershirt off, uh, go right to the Jets end zone, do the dance and, you know, right through the tunnel and basically hopped in an Uber. I don't know if you saw the, uh, the video with the Uber driver, I forgot the dude's name, but, Dude had uh, A.B. in the back of his Uber talking smack. And, you know, next thing you know, A.B. is at a I think it was at a Nets game last night or something like that. So um, but microwave, man, your, your, your thoughts on, uh, you know, what's going on with Antonio Brown? Well, um, I start by saying. It was a show. <laughs> it sure was a show. But, you know, so, you know, I keep my ears to the ground as well. But from the stories that I've heard, uh, I, it, it's conflicting stories. And I guess it's kind of who do you trust, right? A.B. Yeah. Mm-hmm. is going out saying that he told him that his ankle was hurt. Bruce Arians, who may or may not have already been upset with him, um, but he knew he needed him, so he kept him. Yeah. Um, he says that they never discussed an ankle. He said he didn't know why A.B. wouldn't go back into the game, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and and then there's the other faction of, okay, yeah, I know you're not running, jumping, cutting, but your ankle looked pretty fine when you was doing them jumping jacks through the end zone. Mm-hmm. You know, and either way, um, the way I see it is, and I've said this before, I don't think he's been right since that Vontez Burfick hit. You in the playoff the game, right? Yeah, the playoff game. And then, uh, no, it was the last season of the – it was the last game of the regular season. No, and it was a playoff Pac-Man, game. It was a playoff game against the Bengals. Was it? Yeah. Because I remember Pac-Man Jones. Okay, so it was a playoff game against the Bengals. Because I watched it. I watched it when it happened game. live. <laughs> yeah, and Pac-Man said, come out and say, oh, well, if he don't play next week, then I know it's real. But he mm-hmm. thought he was faking. Yeah. But we had never seen the quote-unquote – diva side of Antonio Brown until after that hit. Um, mm-hmm. I would venture to say in an inexpertise position, I believe he has CTE. Mm-hmm. Um, CTE causes you to, to act irrationally and, you know, immaturely or, you know, in ways that may not really be you. Yeah. Like we talk about um, what's my man, not my man, but Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Patriots tight end. Brain, yeah. The Patriots tight end. And mm-hmm. he went to jail. He went to prison. He killed himself. Yeah. And they said that he had stage four CTE, which was like he had the brain of like a 60 year old. And the man was in his 20s, I believe, still. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So with that being mm-hmm. said, you just yeah. wonder what type of level has a punishment has he suffered, especially knowing that he had that helmet situation where he didn't want to change his helmet over, right? Mm-hmm. And they're saying that the helmet that he wanted to use wasn't necessarily safe. And so you never really know what 
like to me, this isn't normal human behavior. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, yeah. if a coach tells you, so basically, Bruce Arians' story is not so far different from his. Bruce Arians says, you know, I tried to get him to go in the game. He refused, you know, tried to get him to go in the game again. Mm-hmm. He refused again. And I said, get out. And then he did what he did. Um, you just don't see stuff like that on the field. Now we had Vontae, uh, Vontae Davis. Yeah, Vernon Vontae Davis, Davis with the Bills. Was it? Was he with the Bills? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. With the Bills, mm-hmm. with the Bills. A couple of years ago, they were getting a dog shit beat out of them, mm-hmm. and he decided he was going to retire at halftime. But he told his teammates and everybody in the locker room, "Yep, this is a little bit different." You know, it could because regardless on if there's mental things going on or not, mm-hmm. it's just the optics of of it is that it looks like you quit on your team. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, you know, forget the organization, your teammates. Yeah. You know, you got dudes trying to calm you down and you ain't going for it in a situation that really shouldn't have been that serious. Then it's just like, all right, man, this dude needs some help, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel you on that. But so here's how I've been feeling about it. Cause I, I saw the highlight when I'm because wa- I'm watching Rams and Ravens, I'm watching my own team play and I'm, you know, clicking through some channels throughout the commercial break and I'm on Twitter and, you know, someone said, and I, and I think it was Maestro that tweeted it and said, AB is going AB. And I'm like, what's, what's he talking about? And then I see the highlight on TV of him already in the Jets end zone and on the way dancing out through the tunnel to the locker room. And so, what's that? Uh, well, he, that's, that's what he did before he ran off. That's, yeah, he, 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 he threw the peace he, sign. <laughs> yep, yeah, he, he threw the peace sign. And my immediate reaction was, man, I'm going to have to compile some A-B stats, you know, his resume, you know, just kind of going over some of his stuff because, to me, that was the last we've seen of Antonio Brown in an NFL uniform from, you know, the moment that happened. But you know what? I I, kind of got to thinking about this too, man. And, you know, I'm seeing everybody's opinions about, um, you know, CTE, uh, mental illness, mental health, and things like that. And a lot of people have been, you know, accused of trying to diagnose what's wrong with Antonio Brown. Um, A lot of people are just, um, looking at it from the standpoint of, well, he quit on his team. That's the, like you said, that's the perception. That's what it looks like. Um, I, I'm going to just be real with y'all, man. Um, Antonio Brown uh, should not be playing football right now. Like if we're going to talk priorities, this is not it. Playing football is not the priority right now. Antonio Brown with whatever it is, I don't know what it is. And, and you know, I've learned over maybe the last several months because who, who was the wide receiver that passed away and then they tested his brain? Was it Vincent Jackson that um, passed away they said it was, a few uh, months ago? Um, yeah. Something like that. But I, I think they tested his brain for CTE and it was determined that he had that. So, unfortunately... You're not going to know these things about players until, you know, they die. Right. So I'm not me personally. I'm not going to diagnose Antonio Brown. But what I will say is, is that 
and I posted this all over my social media over the weekend. Um, he's been enabled along the way, whether it's the Raiders, whether it's, I mean, you want to point to Pittsburgh, cool. Um, whether it's the Patriots, whether it's Tom Brady, whether it's the Bucks brass, Bruce Arians, um, Antonio Brown has been enabled by many people. Um, his behavior, whether again, whether you want to call it inhuman, whether you want to call it, oh, it's just AB being AB, the fact remains is that Antonio Brown's behavior has been enabled because Antonio Brown can play wide receiver for any NFL team. And Bruce Arians caught egg in his face. Let's, let, let's just be real about it because they questioned him when it was like, yo, I thought Antonio Brown was suspended. Like, I thought y'all was you know, hitting them up for the, you know, fake vaccination card. And he was like, look, I don't give a damn about all that. Things, you know, things change. And look, they're down a few wide receivers. You know, they're down to running their number one running back. Um, so Bruce Arians felt like he did what he had to do. Um, but it, it it came back to bite him in the ass at, at the end of the day. So, um, but Antonio Brown should not be playing football right now. I, I think his priority should be to get whatever help he needs to get to get himself right. And if that means you got to be around some people that's going to help you put that priority first, number one, then you got to do that. Tom Brady, he can say what he want to the media about. We got to show compassion. We got to, you know, he needs help and da, 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 da. I honestly think that Tom Brady doesn't care about Antonio Brown's well-being. Tom Brady wants to win football games. I mean, he's telling you this because, you know, he's still playing football. I mean, he's told everybody how he goes about his business. He wants to win games, and by any means necessary, Tom Brady's going to do that. Same thing with Bruce Arians. They want to win football games. They don't care about you know, personal lives. They don't care about personal issues and things like that. So Antonio Brown, you, you got to be around some people that care about you. You got to be around some folk that's going to put your priorities first in hand. Number one, which is whatever you got going on with you, get that thing right. Okay, so here's where I disagree. Mm -hmm. I believe Tom Brady does care about um, Antonio Brown for the fact that the matter is I don't care how much you want to win when you knew a dude got millions of dollars you just ain't gonna let him stay at your house when you got kids he let the man stay at his house mm -hmm. he got children you know what I'm saying like it don't mean it's the right decision though it don't mean it's the right decision no. I'm not he saying it was the right decision. He took a risk with that. Say, Let's be real. Yeah, Brady he took, took a risk, risk with that. You know, and, and I think he genuinely cares about him mm -hmm. in the sense of, look, man, when you see things and you say, okay, this dude here is crazy. Yeah. Right? We all got dudes. We like, yo, that, nah, that dude there is crazy. He ain't really got it all. That's one thing. But when it's another thing when – you see his behavior that normally doesn't happen from people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Like if right. you look at Antonio Brown, and like I said, I'm not a, a doctor, so I can't just necessarily say, 
oh yeah, well, the dude definitely got CTE or something wrong with his brain from all them hits. But when you say he shouldn't be playing football right now, I agree. And I but I agree for a different reason because like I said, I think that man is suffering from CTE. And mm-hmm. if he is suffering from CTE, he don't need to be taking any more hits to the head. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. Yeah, facts. he was good all last year. He was good all this year until he played a game, had a hundred and something yards. Mm-hmm. Ain't no telling what type of hit he may or may. Let, let's go back and if we could, let's check the all 22, see what type of hits he took that game. Mm-hmm. Was there anything that might have knocked the screw back loose yep. to where all of a sudden he back on edge? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, and not to make excuses for the man, because the way I feel is I don't think this is something that just popped up now, right? This is an issue that had already been sitting there existing. Mm-hmm. And he, I, I believe he had said that he had gotten some type of help before. Right. You know what I'm saying? But we mm-hmm. never really got the details of that. He just faded to black. Nobody picked him up. And then Tom Brady was like, yo, Bruce Arians, yada, da, 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 da. Bruce Arians, um, he's going to have to hold a bag to a certain extent. I'm not going to blame him because only reason Bruce Arians picked up Antonio Brown because Tom Brady wanted him. Mm-hmm. This is as like people like to blame LeBron and say, oh, well, LeBron was the one that wanted Russell Westbrook and, yeah. and, and all these old dudes and all that stuff. It's the same thing we can say about Tom Brady. He's the one that went and got A.B. when Bruce Arians said no. Mm-hmm. I don't have the money for him and it just ain't gonna work. I know the man, know the player, not going, it's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. Pick them up anyway. At the He's end of the, the day, though, and I feel you because even when Brady got to Tampa, we kind of declared him as like the LeBron of football because LeBron, wherever he went, LeBron kind of dictated who was gonna play for the team, who wasn't gonna play for the team. And we kind of alluded that same characteristic. To Brady when he got to Tampa. He was the one that was behind getting Leonard Fournette. He was the one behind getting Antonio Brown. Cool. I got no issues with and that. Gronk. And, and, and Gronkowski. At the end of the day, you're the damn head coach, bro. You're the damn head coach. Your, your life, your, 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 your job is on a shorter leash than players' leashes are on these teams. So if you're Bruce Arians, don't you got to have the final say at some point, even despite having a Super Bowl winning Hall of Fame, you know, best of all time quarterback? No. Yeah. And I, the reason I say no mm-hmm. is because it's just about the same as with LeBron, right? Bruce Arians didn't want to do what, I mean, I, I can't say with Gronk. He probably didn't mind picking up Gronk, mm-hmm. but he didn't. I, we know for sure. At least by his verb, but I can understand it from Bruce Arians. I can understand it from Bruce. I can understand it. And you say, "Okay, Tom, Mm -hmm. I'm going to trust you." You say, "You got it. You got it, right?" And then Mm -hmm. we go out and win the Super Bowl. Well, now I got a Super Bowl. Now I'm a Super Bowl winning head coach because this man over here and I allowed him to do. He and then he going out there and talking trash about Bill Belichick and how Bill should have let Tom be more of a coach on the field. You see what I'm saying? So right, right. When, when you got all of that stuff, he's playing into all of that. Yeah. So you got to buy into it. So whatever Tom says, you kind of got to do. Not maybe not everything Tom says, mm-hmm. but if Tom say, "Yo, man, we need this dude." Yeah. You know, you got to think about it now. What happened on Sunday was indefensible. Mm-hmm. Right. So 
even Tom can't defend that. Mm-hmm. Sure. Because there were reports that come out that say that AB went to Tom and say, oh, oh, you looking for your boy Grunk today, huh? You looking out for your boy Grunk? Mm-hmm. Because he was targeting Gronk, because Gronk was getting the single coverage that game. Yeah. Right? The game right. before, AB had all the targets, and Gronk ain't do shit. I noticed because of fantasy football implications. <laughs> I had Gronk both weeks, you know what I'm saying? In two weeks. In, in our league, too? You week. had him in our league, too? Nah, not in our league. Oh, oh, in, okay. In one of the big boy leagues, you know what I'm saying? So, mm. you got Gronk out there giving me... Uh, I don't know, seven yards on, on, on one reception one week. Mm-hmm. And the next week he coming out and he giving me a hundred and change on like, you know, 13, 10, uh, 12 receptions. But that's how it is. You know what I'm saying? And, and AB, like I say, reports come out. The time got a little frustrated. You know, he, I don't know, man. Who knows what the truth is? Only God and them dudes that was out there on that field mm-hmm. and the people who were in earshot or who heard whatever. But at the end of the day, um, it's unfortunate because, well, I don't want to see uh, Tampa Bay win again anyway, but I think this really hampers their chances with already have being out Chris Godwin. And the part that that, that I don't like yeah. where I felt like A.B. just allowed himself to fit into the narrative is that I heard a commentator, won't say whose name, yep. if you heard it, you had to heard it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and the commentator say, oh, well, they need A.B. now. That was gonna be a problem, right? Once Godwin went down, yeah, right. And right. they were they they excused him from the uh the fake vaccination card. So it's like, okay, now you need him. And mm-hmm. when you need him, yep, is when he normally starts to show his ass. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, right on schedule. It yeah. didn't even take a week, right on schedule. Like, but but the reason why I think it's a problem mm-hmm. mentally is because he was. He could have gained half of his incentives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That day. That, right. that game. That was another thing that came up when the incident and first the happened. And, exactly. He got right. too much money. He got a million dollars in the center because they signed him to the league minimum, mm-hmm. you know, the vet minimum or whatever. So you got all these incentives tied up and then you refusing to go in the game. Yeah. You know, he says it's his ankle. Bruce Arian says they ain't got nothing to do it. And that's why they haven't released him yet. Because um, if they flat out cut him, there might be some type of loophole to where he can file a grievance because you can't cut an injured player. Mm-hmm. And then he'll be able to get his money. So now there's a saying, there's a, a, a reason to believe that they may suspend him mm-hmm. instead for the rest of the season and then cut him. Yeah, yeah see. You like- know, suspend him from contract detrimental to the team. Now yeah. you can say exactly what he did. You you, just, you 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 can call that contract detrimental. No, it is. It is, but it's just like what like you gonna suspend him the rest of the year and then cut him? Like you might as well just cut him. Like I, I don't what but you know, but but let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Looking at what he did, if you were the organization, would you want to pay him? Uh no. I mean, the, right, I mean, the so, optics so, so, look bad. The right, optics so, look bad. So, so. all right. So you don't want to pay him, right? Now, if you cut him, if you cut him, and he's able to win this grievance, mm-hmm. claiming that his ankle was too hurt to go back in, you might still have to pay him. Now, if mm-hmm. you suspend him for right. conduct detrimental to the team, right? You don't got to give him a dime, and then you just cut him once the regular season is over, and you're good. 
Oh, okay. Oh, I, okay. I, I guess I guess from a contractual standpoint, I guess it does make sense when it comes to the money part of it. It's cheaper to it's cheaper to keep him basically. It's cheaper to keep him basically, right? It's cheaper to keep him. Uh, what? Well, well, no. It, it, like I said, it, you just got to go a different route. So mm-hmm. you know, like they say, what's it's, it's, it's a thousand ways to skin a cat, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So instead of saying, "Hey," I'm just going to flat out tell you, you can go ahead and go. No, 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 no. I'm going to suspend you for the rest of the season. That mm-hmm. way you won't get a nickel out of any of the money that's owed to you left. And mm-hmm. then I yeah. can cut you scot-free after the season's over because you're no longer, on, you know, the season's over. Right, right. But you cannot just, you know, you can't just flat out release an injured player. It doesn't work that way. So if they just cut him now and he's able to have a, I know he don't got Drew Rosenhaus anymore, but but let's say his lawyer or whatever is able to negotiate and say no, he literally had a severe ankle injury mm-hmm. and they tried to force him back into the game. Yeah, you know, then then he'd be able to get all of his money mm. and possibly get his incentive money too. Right. You see right. what I'm saying? Right. Right. So and, and Bruce Arians was was. I don't. I think it was. It might have been one of the teammates. I don't know. But Bruce Arians was damn near quoted as as, as saying, "Hey, get back in the. We, we know we're gonna get you your incentives. Mm-hmm. We want you to make your bonus money. And yeah. He, he didn't want to go on the game. Yeah. Well, I, I guess just to kind of close, you know, close the topic a bit. You you mentioned something about Bruce Arians not wanting Antonio Brown when Brady brought the idea up. Um, Bruce Arians knows also well because from him being in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. he saw this out to Mike Tomlin, who was able to coach this dude for nine years before any problems started. Yeah, even though I I honestly I, I think his I think his whether it's his attitude or his character, I, I think it's night and day, you know, pre and post the perfect hit. A few years ago, like I mean, maybe maybe it was something underlying, maybe, but I mean, I mean, not to not to shake Tomlin or anything like that, uh, but but yeah, like at that that's <laughs> at that that's remarkable that nine years that they were able to you know kind of you know deal with Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell for that matter, even though Le'Veon Bell that was just more of a Mm, that was more of a money issue than you know personal you know conduct and all that. So yeah, those were two different two different stories. I, Le'Veon, when you look back at it, whether it didn't work out for him or not, you would say Le'Veon was right. Yeah, with what he did, and he wasn't a, a outlandish dude to go out here and act a fool anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Right. It was just the fact that by the time he come back round, mm-hmm. he didn't look the same. I, I, he's playing for the Jets. So who, who's going to look the same, right? The same, the yep. same direct Ryan Jets. Mm-hmm. So, um, but with Antonio Brown, we got instances of outlandish behavior. We didn't have that with Le'Veon. One question and we'll move on. Is Antonio Brown a Hall of Famer? No. Hmm. Is he? Yes. Will they vote him in? No. Not okay. after what happened. I, I was about to say, because I, I feel the same way you feel. His numbers dictate you look at what they did to T.O. Yeah, look at exactly. What they did to exactly, exactly. And I and I hate to bring the comparisons because there really isn't any comparison 
um, between him and Tio in terms of wait, 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 the, wait, wait. But, I'm talking. I'm not talking football. But, I'm not talking talent. I'm not talking football. Okay, okay. I'm talking about when people are making comparisons about who was the bigger diva, who had more issues off the field, and da 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 da. That there is no comparison between T.O. and A.B. when it comes to that regard. Now, you want to talk numbers? You want to talk catches? You want to talk 1,400 receiving yards? I think he did that, what, three times in his career? Yeah. Yeah, Antonio Brown, and I hate to say it because he's burnt my team a couple times. Um, He's a Hall of Famer. Now, they're going to treat him like T.O. They're not going to vote him in because, you know, of the lasting images of what we saw on Sunday. I, I do agree with you there that there's going to be some trepidation when his time uh, comes. Yeah, he did that to Tom Brady. That's the way they're going to look at it. Like, you spit in Tom Brady's face. So they, the, the voters are definitely going to hold that against him. Yep. Uh, I mean, if, if you held T.O. doing sit-ups in a driveway against him, Mm-hmm. You know, he never got any off the field trouble. Oh, he yeah. never had anybody who he didn't pay money to that was alleg- uh, or al- uh, alleged him to do any type of nefarious behavior or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But um, they still found a way to not make him a first battle Hall of Fame and that he was supposed to be. Yep. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like you can, ima- you can only imagine what they're going to do to AD. Wouldn't surprise me years from now when they be, you know, God forbid, you know, he's alive and everything like that. And, you know, hopefully, you know, years later, he's still alive, but it wouldn't surprise me if they, you know, vote him in like, I don't know, 20 years later, kind of like what they did to Tom Flores, uh, Ken Stabler uh, a few years ago when them guys was no longer around to really get the feeling of, you know, being a hall of famer. Like it wouldn't surprise me in if they did that to AB. In my opinion, the only way they'll, they'll, and I could be wrong, but I was right with the whole cabinet thing. Not that I wanted to be right, but um, the only way they'll vote A.B. into the Hall of Fame is if he dies and then they find out he had a severe case of CTE. Yeah. And that, then they'll that, say, okay. some unfortunate stuff right there. That might explain his behavior. Yeah, it'll be unfortunate. You know, yeah. but I mean, you're talking about years down the line. So let's just say. And he happens to pass away at 60 and they find his brain. You know, all right, well, okay, all right, well, maybe it wasn't him. You know, maybe it wasn't all his fault. Yeah. And then the writers might have some sympathy and there might be new writers at that point in time. Mm-hmm. And then they'll go ahead and vote him in. But I, I, I don't see any other way that they, that they put him in there. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, let's, uh, let, let's switch gears a bit, man. I want to talk... Uh, Eagles here and you know before I get into the shenanigans before I get into the all the shenanigans uh congratulations on the Philadelphia Eagles your Philadelphia Eagles microwave on clinching a playoff spot um you know when I kind of did my off-season, you know, preseason predictions for the Eagles. I didn't think they'd be a playoff team, but I thought that they would be better than most people were giving them credit for. I've heard four and 13, five and 12. I've, I've heard those kinds of predictions. I had it six wins. You had it six wins? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I thought they'd be better than that. Um, but not necessarily a playoff team. I thought they'd be eight and nine, nine and eight somewhere, 
you know, around there. And, you know, here they are, they're sitting at nine and seven, uh, locked up a playoff spot. And um, Jalen Hurts, man, I've been I've been following Jalen Hurts all season. And, you know, there's been some highs, there's been some lows. But one thing from my vantage point, man, the dude can play. And the leadership that he shows is, you know, I, I, I think it's great, man. Um, there should be no questions at this point about who the quarterback for the Eagles is moving forward. I mean, quite, quite frankly, there should have been no questions at the start of the season. It, it really shouldn't have been. Well, I understand the questions at the start of the season when you got names floating around like Deshaun Jackson. I mean, uh, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson. And, uh, yeah. Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers of, of, of you know, elite quarterbacks who possibly mm-hmm. want to be moved elsewhere. Yeah. And Philadelphia being a team who now pretty much probably solidified that, that first round pick from Indy. So now we got three first round picks. Three first round picks. Yep. We would have had, mm-hmm. had two, two ones and two twos. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, I can understand the chatter of wondering where, what they were going to do when it comes to Jalen Hurts, because, you know, technically, I mean, even right now, technically he's basically a little more, he's barely more than a rookie, right? He only played a a couple of games last year, Mm -hmm. which was his rookie season. Yep. He was thrust into the fire with really no weapons. And and, and even in the game, guys that can't catch (laughs) that he was winning and guys that can't catch even at the end of the season, you know, you taking them out of the game of a game that we're getting ready to win. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, so with that being said, I look at what we have as a squad. Um, now, I'm, I'll, I'll keep it a buck, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I like what we've been doing over the past, we'll call it seven, eight weeks. However, um, I do still think that Nick Sirianni tends to have – uh, an affinity to try to get too cute, right? So yeah. games that you quote unquote say that we're supposed to win, mm-hmm. they'll come out and try to throw the ball, even yeah. though we've been running the ball better than any team mm-hmm. over the second half of the season. He'll come out and try to throw the ball, and then we'll fall behind, and then and then he'll start running the ball, and then we'll win the game. You know, so which the first time around against the Giants wasn't necessarily the case. We ended up losing that game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now right. you you. You don't blow that game, and this game here against Dallas becomes for the division. Mm-hmm. But yeah. since it, since it didn't happen, I went, but um, I, I'm actually I'm actually still proud. It's a young coaching staff. Uh, I'll give them their credit. I thought that we would win six games. I thought that there were six games that I could definitely see us winning, and then there were another five to six yeah. that were like toss up games. Right. right, and then we're gonna be. Could we win those games, or could we lose those games? Mm-hmm. So apparently, let's just say we won at least three of those toss-ups, right? And now we put ourselves in a position to um, be in the playoffs. Well, we are in the playoffs. It's just a matter of seeding right now, as far as this week goes. Yeah. As far as Jalen Hurts goes, in my opinion, you take those three draft picks, you get him, you get him two receivers, two, yeah. two top. Two top receivers. Mm-hmm. And then that third pick you can spend on a lineman in the first round or or you can spend it on, on, on a linebacker. I was going to say, because you're going to need some D-line help. 
because the D-line's uh, getting pretty old. You, you're definitely going to need something there. Yeah, the there. D-line's getting older, um, you know, but you can, you know, we, we still got some young guys that we can rotate in. So, but, you know, yeah, maybe you pick up a D-lineman. Um, the offensive line is pretty solid, mm-hmm. I would say, for now. Um, but, however, that's more likely when you're running the football. Right. You know, I always say the big dudes are better going forward than they are backward. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, y'all set. Y'all, y'all really Hurst set. To do this without a dude, uh, he needs. I feel like he's almost in a Lamar Jackson situation. I love mm-hmm. Devontae Smith, but Devontae Smith, he's not a dude. But do they run plays for him though? Because I've watched some games where they just not like calling plays for him. Well, Jalen seems to always be looking for him, mm-hmm. but. Nick Sirianni has an affinity to like to throw short screens. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That most of the time don't work, right? Yeah, right. If you got if you got skinny dudes trying to block other dudes, mm-hmm. the screen pass ain't gonna work. You don't have that big body receiver, like even the Alshon Jeffrey, like we had last year. Of course, he's not in the league anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but a guy who has a big body who can block and do other things. You know, you look at a Justin Jefferson, you look at a Jamar Chase, mm-hmm. you look at so many other of these, uh, and Justin Jefferson was right there in our lap. But who do we get? Bum, 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 Jalen Rager. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yeah. And, that that first I Giants mean, game, man, that was uh that 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 was a killer, Jalen bro. Blew that, game. that was that was a killer, bro. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Like to the Giants of all teams. <laughs> Like you, you, you can't lose to the Giants teams, like, like that. You, 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 you let the Giants just—I mean—embarrass you. It wasn't even, you know. At what point in time did you feel like Philly was going to win that game? Probably no point in time. Mm, I, I kind of did. I kind of did. I, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I mean, the Giants are the Giants. They've blown games like that previously and in the past. Um, but yeah, uh, Jalen Riga blew that game. Um, you know, couple drop passes and somebody else had a drop pass in the game. Also, it was, it, it was ridiculous, man. Um, Dallas Goddard, Dallas Goddard had a drop that hit off the back of his foot and turned into a pick six. Hmm. Yeah. Actually, no, they the didn't breaks. give him the pick six. They just gave him the pick. Yeah, they just the, gave the dude the pick it and then they, they score. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, you can call it the breaks, but you know, little simple routine things, right? It's, mm-hmm. There are more things, in my opinion, there are more things bad that can happen on a pass play than it can happen on a run play. Mm-hmm. On a run play, you either gain yards, you don't gain yards, mm-hmm. or you fumble. Yeah. In a pass play, you can get a sack, you can get a sack strip fumble. You can get a holding, you know, uh, 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 you can get an interception, a, a tip interception. Yep. You know, like it, it's so many different variables when it comes to dropping back and passing that ball than when it comes to just turning around and handing it off, especially when turning around and handing it off is bringing you success. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I thought early on in the season, I thought Nick Sirianni and the Eagles brass were sabotaging Jalen Hurts. Like that first Dallas game, I think it was like week two or week three or something like that. That game to me felt like they were trying to make Jalen Hurts outduel Dak Prescott. That's that's what it made me feel like. Like they had to throw the ball to beat Dallas. And that to me, and, that and wasn't I, the and case. And I'll give you a stat. 
I'll give you a stat. Miles mm-hmm. Sanders had one rush for 21 yards. He ran mm-hmm. the ball three more times the entire game afterwards. Mm-hmm. Three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Three. Yeah. So as a team, as a team, or mm-hmm. excluding Jalen's runs, as a team, we attempted to rush the ball less than 10 times. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember that game vividly. It was a Monday night game, man. I'm like, why y'all throwing the ball? Like, y'all kind of running back. Like, I don't understand. And, and it's not to say that it is not to say that Jalen can't throw, but you're not playing to his strengths when he doesn't right. have that alpha dog receiver out there, right? Mm-hmm. If he had a dude, if he had a Tyreek, if he had a Stephon Diggs, if he had a Devontae Adams, okay, maybe you could throw the ball a little bit more. But when you when, when when your best receiver is a rookie mm-hmm. and he's and he's skinny as as as, as olive oil, bro, you need you need to do other things to, to yeah. help to help out. Yeah, yeah, facts. But um, but yeah, man, the the Eagles they they got some really you know good things going on. They're really set for next year. You know, we talked about the three first round draft picks and. I mean, they could go a bunch of different ways. And and I always said this, you know, right before the season started, that um, they needed to do the or duplicate the Lamar Jackson thing where we drafted a tight end, a receiver, got some running backs out of free agency, and we built the offense for Lamar's strengths. And I felt like the Eagles, that's what they needed to do. Now, you know, early on, it kind of got rocky. And I think they were like two and five, you know, the first half of the year. And then they started winning some games. I think that I think the the win in Denver, I think, was a big one for them, because that's the place that, um, you know, at least for the Broncos this year. Now, they were a little bit better, but they're still not a, a very good football team. But that's a place that is tough to win, especially with that defense. And they went out there and they was able to, you know, not only win, but they dominated the Broncos, if I remember correctly. So, but I want to, I want to. a whole lot different than Dallas versus the Broncos. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that probably was one of the upsets of the year, too. But so I, I got to get to the shenanigans. So I, I, I saw the, I saw the Jalen Hurts, letter to the Washington football team and to the NFL in regards to the guardrail that collapsed because the fans, you know, were trying to give Jalen Hurts high fives as he was walking through the tunnel and the guardrail collapsed. And I think about eight people fell off of that landing there. And just to kind of give you some insight, um, I was listening to a little bit of Philly radio Monday morning and they actually had one of the fans that you know that fell on the radio to talk about what happened and basically he said look you know the rail fell um Jalen Hurts was worried about us and he was so nice enough to take a picture with us but then the guard the security and stuff they was talking about yo y'all gotta get the f out of here y'all gotta you know keep it moving whatever and they didn't even offer us any medical help by any of the WFT staff, uh, none of that. And then you had this ESPN article come out to say that the Washington, that the WFT 
said, oh, yeah, we offered them uh, medical attention. We offered some help and da, 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 da. And another couple of the fans said that that's that that was BS. So, you know, based on the history of this franchise, um, I'm going to lean to the way of the Philly fans telling the truth more than the Washington football team at this point. Uh, not only do you have bad plumbing in your stadium, I don't know if you, you peeped that earlier in the year with a sewage pipe bust in it, you know, when all the water came down on the fans in the stadium earlier in the game this year. I see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had, I think on a couple of occasions, uh, one pipe burst and you just see brown water just coming out the joint. Uh, and then, um, you know, and, uh, then, and, and then now, you know, now you got this incident where the rail is, you know, like the, like the whole stadium. And, you know, you, you, you from the area and, you know, I don't know how long, how long ago you left, but. I've been in FedExville. You, you, you visited FedExville? Yeah, I, I, I was there for Vince Young's very first start. Okay. So you must have heard people complain that getting to a stadium is terrible, the parking's terrible, the seating in that stadium is horrific. Like I'm sure you've heard those kind of stories. Um about the parking, yes, getting to the stadium definitely, but you know, when you're from the area, mm-hmm. You got somebody, or you probably know somebody who can tell you how to how to maneuver it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, nah, 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 nah. Go park over there. Mm-hmm. You might gotta walk a mile, but you coming through the back way, and you ain't walking that crazy right. like everybody else. But yeah, so we'll uh, I mean, by the metro. You know, you, you know Trey, because you up there though, like <laughs> yeah, 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 right there by the metro. Yeah, but you know, you 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 know, because you up the traffic, the traffic up there in general is just is just ridiculous. Oh, it's brutal. It's it's ridiculous, man. It's, it's, I think it's, it's the worst I've ever seen anywhere. Like I say, you know, uh, okay. Not Atlanta? Like, yeah, well, traffic is bad. No, no. See, because in Atlanta, the traffic is bad, but it moves. It it, 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 it seems to get resolved way quicker than really? in Virginia. In Virginia, it's just traffic that is like, mm-hmm. why is there so much traffic? Is there an accident? Nope. There's just too many, uh, you know what I'm saying? Too many niggas on the fire? road. <laughs> nope. It's just too many people on the road and not enough exits for them to take at one time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah. this, is, this is what it's going to be every day. Like, there's days in Atlanta, like, I would say now, with the Omicron going crazy. Mm-hmm. Bro, like, it's been a breeze for me getting to work and from work. Mm-hmm. I don't got to take the back routes or yeah. the extra back routes that I normally got to take. Yep. And it's because everybody at home. Mm-hmm. You know, well, not everybody, nice. but it's more people home than on a normal basis. So that's pretty much what it is, man. But yeah, I, I, out there, uh, uh, but FedEx fan, from what I felt like, it, it wasn't a bad seat in the house. You know, I sat in the nosebleeds mm-hmm. and I actually saw the fumble on the field before I could hear the players yell ball. Hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> now, I mean, yeah, I mean. Like, we're talking about, we talking about back in like 2006. 2006, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's probably a little dated by now. Oh, it, bruh. I mean, I've, I've worked, I've worked with Redskin fans, you know, for you know, for some years. Who fans? Redskin fans. Who? <laughs> Redskins fans. Because <laughs> that's what they were when I worked with them. Because that's what they were when I worked with them. 
I know that I know that the WFT right now, and apparently they're supposed to come out and release the new name of the team on February second or something crazy like that. I I, I look if it ain't the Red Tails, then I I don't want to hear it because <laughs> it should be the Washington Red Tails in in respects to the Tuskegee Airmen. It, it should be the Washington Red Tails. You really think they're gonna go? From disrespecting the Native Americans mm-hmm. to giving black people proper praise. Look, you're right. In one swoop, look with you, the you're same right. owner. Look, you you're right. You 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 right. But I wouldn't even know. You know what? Trey, Red tails is cooler. Know how to accept? It. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I don't even know how I would accept that if they did that shit. Like what you trying to say? Oh yeah, it'll piss it'll piss off you know white ownership. To, oh, let me kiss let me kiss the baby real quick. Hey, come here, little come here, oh, little yeah. nigga, baby. Come here. Yeah, it'll it'll it'll, it'll <laughs> piss off it'll piss off hey, white owners. Hey. How about Juneteenth? <laughs> 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 oh man. Who wants a watermelon chicken and Kool-Aid? Let's do it. <laughs> hey, hey, let me uh I got I gotta go in here and uh Give a shout out to the Facebook live chat. Uh, got Mocha Bella up in here, uh, checking us out here. Appreciate you, Mocha. Um, so, so, so your, your, your thoughts on, you know, the whole rail thing, like, th- like that, that's just like, that's just crazy to me that. The, and I already told you about the, the sewage pipe bursting earlier in the, in the year. Um, and, and they, it, the, the stadium is just, falling apart it appears and you know full disclosure dan snyder i believe at one point maybe in the last three four years had requested a new stadium someplace in the district i don't know where they're gonna put it because they just they just built the new soccer stadium right down the street from the capitol right across from nets park i don't i, I don't know what they're gonna do they're gonna turn they're gonna burn down old RFK to put the new one there. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do, but that, that team got to get up out of Landover, bro. Like, I, I mean, for real, they, they should just, they should just relocate period. Like they, they need to just relocate to North of Virginia or something crazy like that, bro. Cause they like did the, the fans ain't showing up. Y'all, y'all fans, took over the stadium on Sunday. It was a yeah. bunch of Eagles fans there. A bunch yeah, of I Eagles fans. Yeah, yeah. So it, it ain't looking good for the football team, bro. No matter how much they try to, you know, cover up their issues. And, you know, I'm still waiting for them to release the report, even though, you know, chances are it ain't going to happen. But I, I'm, I'm waiting for them to release them names out that report. Out, You know, the... the oh, they're going to have to release the names. Yeah. They, 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 they're gonna have to release them now. Now I can't say in what type of a timely fashion, mm-hmm. but eventually them names, them, them names gonna come out. It, it's I wonder uh, if it's as of right now trying to give people time to get they uh to get they uh what you call it get their ordinance and ordinance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, yeah. man, of course, for to come out of this joint. So, of course, um, you might want to spend some time with the family going saw up all your fans because mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, once this thing come out, or, you ain't got to worry about catching no dog. Or, you ain't got to worry about a dog catching your ass. Or you're going to see these franchises up for sale 
and you know own you know these owners trying to get up out of there real quick i mean you you, you know jerry richardson it happened to jerry richardson some years ago got caught up in that case and it was like uh let me go get my bag and yeah, get up on out of there and they, and they hauled his statue up out of there too hell yeah old big cat yeah hold, hold him up out of there man so yeah man uh dan snyder man sell the team bro like they like people are just dying for this dude to just like leave, like go somewhere. <laughs> people can hold their breath till they blue in the face. Here's the thing about Dan Snyder, that I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. And I know we say what we want to say, and we make fun of Jerry Jones because of his meddling and all of that stuff. Yep. Jerry Jones played the game of football. Jerry Jones won a national championship. Mm-hmm as an offensive lineman for the University of Arkansas, I believe it was, mm-hmm. uh, or whatever goddamn university. I think it was Arkansas. And but, uh, he knows how to market. Yeah. So w- when it comes to Jerry Jones, yeah, that's one thing. But Daniel Snyder believes he's Jerry Jones. Daniel Snyder wants to be Jerry Jones. Mm-hmm. Mind you, not necessarily in the spotlight with the press conferences and the radio shows and all that stuff. But, you know, Daniel Snyder... He produced or produces a lot of them shows that be on Nickelodeon and Nick Teen and all that stuff and Nick Jr. and all that stuff. Hmm. I remember back in the day, uh, I don't know if you ever remember that show, Drake and Josh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My kids used to watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look at, oh, yeah. Executive producer, Daniel Snyder. Really? Drake he in the credits? Yeah. In the credits every show. Really? Yo, I gotta, really? I, I, yeah, gotta, I, I gotta keep that. that. I'm telling you, I, gotta a, keep I think that. it was a couple of them, and then the, and then you think the other other shows that spun off mm-hmm. off of Drake and Josh, like the iCarly and the right. you know what I'm saying? Right, right. And then yeah, my my daughter likes um my daughter's favorite show is uh Big Time Rush. She she likes to watch that. My kids used to watch that too. Yeah, yeah, like and the move the movie man. too. Like she she likes the movie too that came out. Based off that show, but yeah, I, Dan Snyder producing Nickelodeon shows. Drake and Josh. Yeah. What? What? Go figure. Go yeah, figure. Yeah. It, it, hey, it's it's no wonder that the league and the owners is it, it, it sound like they scared of this dude. Like, and I and and you know, speaking of the things that he's got his hands into, he also owns a radio station here, you know, locally in the DC market where basically if you on air talent and you talking about the football team, you can't even like go ham on a football team. If, you know, they do something, you know, stupid or, you know, they lose, you know, some games, you know, they lose four or five straight games in a row or something like that. Like you can't even go ham the way, like, you know, the fan in New York, goes ham on the Jets and the Giants. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, Dan Snyder controls some of these entities in, his, in the area here. And what you call a monopoly. Man, yeah. I tell you what, and man. sorry. I, I, I tell you what. Jeff Bezos got some money, the, the Amazon dude, and we got a lot of Amazon um, warehouses in this area. Um Hey, I, 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 it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me if he said, "Hey, I want to get a piece of the football team or buy buy the team." And you know, he owns the post too, so you know, it wouldn't shock me one bit. Daniel Snyder is selling that team. 
well, somebody need to go V. Stiviano on his ass and record a conversation between him and a female and catch him in yeah, the they act. Already threw it, they already threw his ass out and got his wife running everything. Yeah, but you think he's really out? He's still involved with that team. Listen. They can't fool me. Listen, <laughs> listen. That dude's a billionaire. His wife, his wife hates his guts. <laughs> they let her get her motherfucking talents into something. Oh, oh yeah, she God. turned enough. Fuck you. Oh, you know God. what I'm saying? Now I got now I can do something and I ain't got to worry about nothing you got to say to me. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. His wife ain't fucking with him. He a billionaire. Yeah, yeah I, I get it. But they to think that they're just gonna say, hey, Snyder's not the face of the team anymore. His wife is running the operations. Like, what the hell does that do? That doesn't do anything. Like, you, you know, you still have females who used to work there, whether it be as cheerleaders, front office, or, you know, administration or whatever. They out at the games, at the tailgate, protesting that Dan Snyder, you know, released the names of whatever's on that investigation. They were protesting that one game, I think it was against Seattle, and the league told ESPN, don't go to the game. Like, do all your, like, pregame stuff from the studio because they ain't want the cameras to catch them, you know, protesting the signs and all that stuff. So, uh, so yeah, they, they they protecting Snyder, bro. Hey, man. They're being too got, messy. That, that dude got a long paper, but all that stuff won't come out. All that yeah. stuff gonna come yeah, out. It's gonna you be too late, though. It's gonna be too look, late. Look, 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 some of the stuff come out already done got coaches fired. That ain't even on that ain't never coached Washington. Won't never won't never coach Washington. You see what happened to John Gruden. John Gruden and uh yeah, and, and Bruce out. Allen. Bruce Allen's not the in the league. Stuff. Well, Bruce Allen was already out. He was here. Right. That's what I'm fired, saying. Right? He's not so, in the league no more. Yeah, he, he ain't gonna get a job no more. But when you look at it like, okay, yeah. We'll feed y'all a little bit of this John Gruden stuff. Y'all can bite on that. And then, well, you know, in the offseason, they're going to come with the hammer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unreal. Hey, um, I'm going to switch it up a little bit here, uh, talk some NBA. And uh, I know you're a big-time Lakers fan. And I got to ask Ooh. you. Huh? Oh. <laughs> hey, look, man. Diehard Knicks fan right here, bro. My my team's got problems, bro. I'm I'm thinking. Yeah, you're used to that. All right, I'm not I'm not used to it on this level. I feel like I can't. Wait a minute. What you mean you're not like, used to it on this level? Can what do you hear mean? me? It's getting it's getting staticky. I can't I can't even see you, right? Trey. What you? Where you go, fam? Son, look. Uh-huh. What you mean? What you mean you're not used to it on this level, y'all? Y'all built the team like this 2003-2004. Now, y'all made the finals, but y'all, y'all lost. But y'all, y'all, y'all have had some seat. Y'all had some down, you know, some down years. Like Kobe, the end of Kobe, rest in peace, the end of Kobe's uh, career, those last few seasons. Those weren't some very yeah, yeah, great seasons. Yeah. Now, that, now, now, I understand that, and that's the truth, but... You knew what it was, right? Okay. Yeah. Kobe got his money, and deservedly so. Yeah, I know. Kobe got his money. Didn't nobody else want to take our money. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. it was just like, all right, well, wherever Kobe takes us, he's going to take us. We'll still get, you know, but 
I mean, bro, like this is bad. Like these dudes turn the ball over like high school. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like some of these turnovers that I see and I'm looking at, and I'm just like. <laughs> so okay, how do you fix uh, it, bro? So you're 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 the GM. How do you, how do you fix this? You gotta make trade. You go. You trading Russ? You gotta make trade. No one's gonna trade for Russ. Uh the Wizards did it. <laughs> like, look, the, the 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 Knicks might trade you Russ for for ten fans, right? <laughs> I don't want I don't like, want Russ. I don't want Russell Westbrook. <laughs> you, see, you see what I'm saying? You see what yeah. I'm saying? Now, I don't I'm just want about to say. Yeah, if you're nah. the Lakers, you take you take the ten fans and you give Russ. Sure, I, but as a Knicks fan, I don't want Russell Westbrook. I don't care that we need a point guard. I, I'd rather I'd rather take my chances on somebody like a De'Aaron Fox or a Carl Anthony Towns along with a D'Angelo Russell. Like I would I rather take problem. my chances with those There's guys. Mm-hmm. Carl Anthony Towns is one one thing. You had D'Angelo Russell. You drafted him and you traded him away. You could have had the Aaron Fox. Don't remind me. <laughs> instead, you drafted Lonzo Ball, which wasn't a bad draft pick. Look at how he's playing now. Look at all of the players from, okay, Julius Randle. Mm-hmm. He's looking way better than he ever looked in a Lakers uniform. Lonzo Ball, uh, 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 Josh Hart, freaking, uh, 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 mm-hmm. what was what, my Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram. Brand, yeah, B.I. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just LeBron came in there and he wanted what he wanted, you know. Yeah. And this is this is what we got. Mm-hmm. This is what we got. So yeah, you know, when it comes to basketball, you won't hear me talking much this season. <laughs> you, you won't hear me talking much this season. Yeah. But when they're good, you're gonna be you're gonna be coming out again. When they're good, you're gonna be coming out again. I got mind control over y'all. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When we sorry, I'll be quiet. Uh, <laughs> when, we, when good, we good, I'm going to be talking again. again. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, I feel the same way about these Knicks, man. I I, I, I don't know, bro. Like, you know, the op- opening night, we, we beat the Celtics in double overtime. And then, the you know, the, the video comes out um, with the Knicks fans outside the garden. Smack DVD style, fans talking about, you know, we here, the Garden's here, we, you know, the Knicks is back and all this stuff. Bing bong, all that, all that Bing stuff. Bing bong. Bing, oh, so you, you saw the video. Yeah. <laughs> you saw yeah, the video. <laughs> yeah, my man, my man came out, was like, yo, Tom Brady, Tom Brady gonna catch these strays, bro. <laughs> Like that was that was straight smack DVD style. I, I can't front, but um, yeah, man, we started five and one, and after, and since then, bro, it's just been it's just been a mess. And um, feel bad. I felt bad for Kemba Walker when he got benched because that was supposed to be, you know, I'm coming home. I'm back in the you know the place where you he know it all started. He that shit like a man though. Yeah, he, he did. That shit like a fucking professional. He did. He he like did. A grown ass professional. Facts. Facts. He handled that real well. Um, but then we had some injuries 
And Tibbs had no choice but to put him back in. And then he explodes for 40-something points. One game, 29 points, another game. Um, yeah, Kemba Walker should not be benched. Yeah, trip dub on Christmas. Yeah, trip dub on Christmas. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but the Knicks are still broken, man. I'm, I'm trying to understand, like, what's going on. Like, like well, I, I know one thing that's not going on is our perimeter defense is some trash, bro. Like, we leave guys open on the perimeter, like, day and night. It's not even funny. Well, I can't complain because the Lakers do worse than that. You know, at least, look, y'all might not defend the three well, but at least mm-hmm. y'all can shoot the three a little. We shoot the three terrible, and we defend it worse. Mm. Yeah, I think as far as our three-point shooting is concerned, those young boys, Deuce, Hey, man. Grimes. I COVID, y'all, man. This basketball talk is getting me depressed. <laughs> Let's go back to football. <laughs> we can, yeah, we can, we can get back to football. We can get back to that. I got out of COVID jail, man. We talking about the Lakers, like, oh man, I feel like I'm in COVID prison all over again, man. Damn. <laughs> uh, hey, it's you know you the guest here, so you know we can we can go back to some football. I, I ain't got no problem with it at all, but um, I, I I guess I, I guess I could I could talk Ravens here. Um, I, I talk Ravens, me and Maestro, we, you know, we're, we're the rivalry and, you know, Raven Steelers and all that. But, um, you know, since he's not here, um, I, I just figure I talk, um, yeah, it, 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 it's time for the off season to start for the Ravens, bruh. Um, we, we could have so many comebacks early on in the year, you know, coming back from double digit deficits and, you know, I think we was eight and three at one point, we was the number one seed in the AFC and it just all just fell downhill from that point, bro. We started losing defensive backs, uh, offensive line is some trash. Um, no Lamar. And it, it's, it's been, I just wanted the season to kind of end so bad even even though our chances at the playoffs was went from this to just you know it just slowly just slowly just started to dwindle we i mean we really got got no shot at the playoffs i mean we're we're, we're counting we're counting on the jacksonville jaguars like that 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 means that we got no shot <laughs> oh hey now y'all are counting on jacksonville because pittsburgh won uh, I mean, well, we would we would have to win, and Jacksonville would have to beat the Colts for us to slide up in there. Yeah, and, and and if Pittsburgh had lost yesterday, then they would be looking for a win against y'all, and for Jacksonville to Pittsburgh would be eliminated. Pittsburgh would have been eliminated had they lost to Cleveland last night. They would have been eliminated. Yeah. Okay. No. I, so it's so Pittsburgh still looking for Jack Jacksonville help too. Yeah, yeah. This is basically our Super Bowl. This Raven Steelers matchup, week 18, this is basically our Super Bowl. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, realistically speaking, um, y'all shouldn't even have as many wins as y'all have. I feel like with the the way the injuries, injury guys got y'all early this yeah, year. Yeah, the running backs. Yeah, with like, the running backs. With yeah. that being said, with that being said, you're possibly 
We can't say definitively that you would have won those games, mm-hmm. but you're possibly a couple of decisions away from having 11 wins, right? Yeah. Two point conversions that didn't that didn't go well. Yeah. So with that being said, mm-hmm. I thought this was a hell of a coaching job by John Harbaugh this year. Mm-hmm. I think the only people that have done better than him are Mike Tomlin and probably Mike Vrabel. Mm-hmm. What about Brian Flores? What about Brian Flores? Um, I'm going to give Brian Flores credit, but I think he might be right below where Harbaugh is, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you didn't uh, – uh, uh, Flores, Miami didn't deal with the same type of injuries that Baltimore dealt with. They were just losing games. Yeah, right? but and they they were, they were and, losing and seven straight games. They lost yeah, seven straight they, games, and then they lost seven straight, and then they won seven straight. Right, you know like but, usually you won in seven. You know, players start thinking about trips and vacations, and oh, you know, can we get the now? season? Uh, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying when you're one and seven, a player's mindset is, "Yo, this season's over. Like we, we ain't got no chance." Nah, and the fact nah, that because- he. Because a player has to put out good tape, otherwise he might not be playing for that team. And and, so, and depending on his age, somebody else might not want him either. So you still got to put out good tape sure. if you're a player. Sure. So with that that don't mean you're going to win. <laughs> that don't mean you're going to win games. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and at the end of the day, where they at? They still out the playoffs. Yeah, they're still out the playoffs. But I, I think the run that they made was remarkable to be – one and seven and to end up eight and seven and right but, there but, like they was in a they was coach, in a playoff never, spot last never, week but you're never coaching it you never coach the year consideration if you don't make the playoffs uh, understood understood i get that you know what i mean which is probably which is probably why Harbaugh ain't gonna win it and tomlin ain't gonna win it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Tomlin ain't going to be in considerations either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even though, you know, like I say, like for Tomlin to do what he did with Ben this year, mm-hmm. um, but still, you know, I got, I got, I, I got him doing a great job. But Mike Vrabel, I think should be probably the coach of the year. Mike Vrabel? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I give it to Mike Vrabel. Yeah. Because, it, 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 and you look, when Derrick Henry was running wild, mm-hmm. what did we say? That defense wasn't shit. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Derrick Henry go down. The defense turns into a top defense, and they're still winning games. Yeah, they lost a couple, but they're mm-hmm. still winning games that we didn't think that they would win. Or they and the injuries. Nobody thought. That's what I'm saying. Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, right. Julio Jones. Yeah. All three of them have been on the IR this year. Yeah. No one ever thought once Derrick Henry alone went down, and these dudes would be in week seventeen the number one seed. So yeah, um, yeah, I, I give I give Mike Vrabel a lot of credit, man. Yeah, that's a good that's a good pick. I I can't I can't argue with that. Um, if you're looking for coach of the year, I mean, people are going to talk about Belichick. I don't want to give it to Belichick necessarily. Nah. Um, you know, even though I Buffalo the second time. Even though I didn't think there was a playoff team, I, I didn't think the Patriots was going to be a play in the playoffs. But you know, here we are. Um, yeah, I, I guess Vrabel's kind of kind of has to get it. I mean, given the circumstances and given well, you could give it. You could give it to uh, 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 what's what's your boy Lafleur. You can give nah. it to Lafleur too. Nah, not giving it to him. 
That man got Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that, that's that's my opinion. That but man got know, Aaron Rodgers, bro. You know, sometimes voters they got Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, like when you talk about coaching, yep. I thought I think the job that Rabel did was better than you know. I mean, you probably could find somebody who I'm not thinking about that did a better job or maybe as good as a job. Mm-hmm. But with the, the situation. Uh, listen, Derrick Henry is the best running back in football. Yeah. He was going to shatter. He's that offense. Record. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And for him to go down, and I think they only lost what? He'd he, he been gone for about, what, six games, seven games? Like seven. Yeah, lost. I felt like you've been gone about seven games, something like that. Seven, eight games. Yeah, mm-hmm. seven, eight games. And they've mm-hmm. only lost like two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah yeah you're right because they lost they um got upset by the Texans that one week and then they lost to Pittsburgh I think um a couple weeks ago so yeah yeah they they had a couple hiccups along the way they lost to the Jets early in the year but that you know they had Derrick Henry then they didn't they didn't have the receivers yeah they didn't have Julio or AJ right right and then I I forget what their other loss was to. Um, but I mean, the Jets. The Jets also beat the Bengals. That that is true. That is true. It's a lot of weird losses. A lot of weird wins in the league this year. Uh, speaking yeah, of I which, think it's safe to say uh-huh. every contending team, maybe other than Green Bay, or she wants to say the first game of the year, mm-hmm. every contending team lost a game that they wasn't supposed to. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Speaking of the Bengals, and you know, we 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 don't like the praise the Bengals around here, obviously, you know, because of the robbery <laughs> and all that. Um, I felt like we saw a preview with an AFC championship game on Sunday between Kansas City and the Bengals. What you think? Nah, nah. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, Thank you for reassuring me that. I don't want to sleep. I don't want to sleep on the Bengals. Uh-huh. But I'm at sleeping the same on time, them. they when in the playoffs, you're playing all good teams, right? Like, like yeah. it I guess it depends on the draw, right? Because you're not going it really don't. It's the at Bengals. Some point in time, it's they're Bengals. going to double they're gonna double Jamar Chase at some point in time. Sure. And sure. the offensive line, the offensive line is terrible. And mm. their secondary is terrible, mm. right? So yeah, and so I mean, <laughs> it was a hell of a game that they had last week against Kansas City. Mm. I can't deny that, uh, uh, no way, shape, or form. But at the same time, it's like, all right, what happens when you ain't getting these long ass? But what, what what happens when they when you meet a Bill Belichick who says no Jamar Chase tonight? Mm-hmm. And but no you Joe can Chase argue. Tonight. You can argue they got the best set of skill position weapons in the league. You can argue that. But they Chase, don't have an offensive line. Sure, I, I, I get that. But even with the bad offensive line, this dude Burrow is still, you know, getting the ball out to these niggas. You know, yeah, if it's not Jamar he, he Chase. Lost, and he still lost to the Jets. Yeah, I, I look, look, you I I hope I hope you're right. Cause when it's Bengals postseason, and the charges. When you put those two words together, Bengals postseason, nothing good comes out of that. <laughs> they repel each other. 
Yeah, nothing good comes yeah, out of they it. Go, they, go, they go like that. Yeah, so it's, it's like, exactly. Like the, like the magnets that stage another way. They just go back the other way. It don't matter who the quarterback is. It don't matter who the – well. Now, I think they, they can win a playoff game. I think they can win a playoff game depending on the matchup. Mm. But but at the same time, they're still a young team, right? Do they really know how to win in the playoffs? Like, right, certain things you're not going to be able to overcome in these tight situations, you know what I'm saying? I think that offensive line not being where it needs to be mm-hmm. may really come back and bite us. You know, might, might bite us, but may come back and bite them. Right. Because it's, so, it's only so much Jamar Chase you can do, bro. Yeah. And, so, and eventually they're going to scheme him out the game. The defense right. is going to scheme him out of the game. So think about who they could possibly play. So the Patriots are going to be, well, and most likely in all cases, the Patriots are going to be a wild card team. You said it earlier, Bill Belichick will coach it up. He'll get that defense ready. He will scheme. He'll take Chase out of the picture and dare Burrow to, you know, get it to these other guys and force them to try to beat them on a consistent basis. You got the Chargers where they got an offense that can put points up and they got a defense where they got a guy that can get to the quarterback. Um, The Colts, if you got to go up against the Colts. Well, if if you run against, you can run against the defense, but their their pass defense is okay. I wouldn't, you know, you know necessarily say they're elite, but if you throw on them, you're, you're not going to be very successful. But you can run on the Chargers, and I and I guess the Bengals have the ability to run the football with Joe Mixon, so um, anything's possible there. But then, you, if you got to play the Colts, that's a tough defense right there with Darius Leonard and the crew. Um, I, I think you're leaning towards something. The Bengals are a young team. They go up against a good team in the playoffs. Any of those three teams I just mentioned got some good defenses or some players on defense that can get after it. Yeah, um, and definitely. And not to say that they can't win any of those games, but, you know, I, I think the Chargers – would be the game that I would say, okay, that that would be more the most likely to be a toss-up just because uh, the Chargers defense has been looking lately. Mm-hmm. But going up against the Colts, like, listen, man, the Colts are going to bludgeon you uh, running the football. Carson mm-hmm. Wentz, you know, if he doesn't make a boneheaded play or two, you're probably <laughs> going to lose that game. Yeah. You're just probably going to lose. Like, the mm-hmm. offensive line is dominating. The defensive line is dominating. Yeah. The, 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 you know, you got a top linebacker in the game. I just feel like, okay, the Colts are a team. The Colts remind me kind of like the 49ers. Mm. You got a good defense to come out there and hit. Mm-hmm. And because of the way they can run the ball, even though the 49ers is not always with running backs, it's also with Debo Samuel. It's, it's the system. It's the Niners it's system. A running game. Yes. Yeah. That's not a team you really want to see. And that's the team that when you're looking at going to a cold weather city mm-hmm. can go and win the game because you're running the football, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Yeah. I feel like the, uh, the the Colts can be that team as well as the Titans when 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 old, uh, King Henry get back. Yeah. Yeah, and that's perfect for and Tennessee. What makes the Titans to me more dangerous mm-hmm. is that the Colts already beat them twice. Yeah. 
Now, you right. know, it's hard to beat a team three times in one season. So if they end up matching up again, mm-hmm. especially with Tennessee probably having home field advantage, yeah, you got to roll with Tennessee. That's, yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. And the, and the Colts being a wild card, if they're, if they're the one wild card team standing after, you know, all the first round games is up, then they get the Titans in the, in the second round. So, yeah, that, that, yeah. That, that'd be something that would be pretty good to see. Um, who do you think is going to be the Super Bowl matchup? Oh, you put me on the spot. Um, I'm going to go with Green Bay. And Tennessee. Green Bay and Tennessee. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's funny because I think both of those teams had lost in the title game a couple of years ago. They were like runner-ups against uh, Chiefs and the Niners, they respectively, were. a couple of years ago. So that, that, that'd be interesting. Um, I, I am of the impression that the league has been dying, and, and I mean they have been dying to get Rodgers versus Mahomes in at some point while these two – players are still you know you know while Rodgers is still in the league and is still great um there was a matchup earlier this year Rodgers missed the game because he had COVID last year or a couple of years ago the game between them and the Chiefs Mahomes missed the game and Rodgers played and there were two instances where they almost met in the Super Bowl last year and the year before that I think this year we get Chiefs and Packers in the Super Bowl. And I think the league finally They'll gets their the satisfaction. State Farm Bowl. The State Farm Bowl. Yeah, exactly. Because look, man, you can't you can't keep putting out these State Farm commercials with these two cats. Arguably two of the best quarterbacks. What? What's you up? Remember the LeBron and Kobe puppet commercials? Uh, yes, I do. I do remember that. Did we ever that. get a LeBron versus Kobe in the finals? We we never got that. We we never All got right. that. You're right. No, you right. you're right. You, you keep that in mind. You 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 you're right. And they and I remember the year they did that puppet commercial. They were they were rooting hard for Kobe versus LeBron in the finals. I, I remember. I think I think the Magic ended up going to the finals that year. If 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 yep. my, if my memory serves correct, yeah, yeah, sweat. yep, yep, yep. So um, no, those were back in our glory days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was when y'all was winning titles, huh? I'm still trying to. Yeah, I'm back still, when I back when I used to like to talk basketball. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm 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 trying to. I'm still trying to witness the Knicks win for the first time in my life. I'm still trying to, you know, get that. But you know. I don't. I don't know if you know. I might. I might be dead before they ever win again. I don't, <laughs> you, need, you need. You need to jump ship, bro. Uh, jump ship. Why everybody telling me to jump ship? Like, hey, listen. People change jobs. Look. You know what I'm saying. Look, people the Chiefs. Look, the Chiefs won a. The Chiefs won a Super Bowl after 50 years and not winning one. True. You know what I'm saying? The the Kansas City Royals won a World Series after 30 years and not getting one. The Toronto Raptors won an NBA title when nobody ever thought that they would ever win one. <laughs> and which and which one of them James Dolan owned? 
okay, well, I mean, you could tell me about the owner, but I'm just going to revert back to those teams I mentioned and say who was the owners of those teams. Like, <laughs> well, it's a like, curse that's got to be broken. I, I mean, the Cubs, the Cubs won a World broken. Series after a hundred and something years. They, got like, the, they had the curse breaker. They had Theo Epstein. Oh, okay. Curse, he broke that curse. Oh, yeah, you got to get you a curse breaker. It took him a hundred years. You got to get you Pedro Serrano up in there with Joe Boo. Joe Boo, I give you good rum. You smoke good cigar. <laughs> you <give it> to me. <laughs> yeah, real, we need man. we we need a curse breaker, man. We we need somebody that could break this thing, man. Like I, I've watched, I've watched the Yankees win World Series. But I've watched them get there though. You seen them get there though, the Knicks? Yes, I have. I have in '94 and '99. I've seen them get there. Um, but and and the one in '94 was just. Like that was just a killer, man. That was a heartbreaker because the Rangers won that year. That was just so a you killer. Wanted, you know what I'm saying? You, we was expecting both teams to win City, that year. That, that City was, was gonna be on fire, man. I mean, that was a that was a good time to be a New York sports fan back then, man. Like you had, you know, the Yankees was just starting to get their run going. Um, you know, the Knicks was, you know, 14 straight years of playoffs. Like that. That's when New York sports was on fire, man. Like now. I mean, they've, they've, New York's going 10 years without a title now. I think that's the longest they've ever been without a title since, I don't know, 60 years ago. Like, I heard somebody on radio say that. I was like, damn, now that I think about it, it's been it's been 10 years since, uh, who was it, the Giants won the Super Bowl in 11? Uh, yeah, 11. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No New York team has won a championship since then. It's, it's it's been a while, bro. And quite frankly, if the Nets and quite frankly, if the Nets somehow win the chip this year, there's not going to be a lot of New Yorkers that care. <laughs> Are you? Am I going to care? No. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna care. <laughs> hey, see, Trey. No, Trey. That's different. You're from Brooklyn, like me. Okay. So what, what you trying to say? Because Maestro I mean, was trying to say the same I'm not thing. Saying, <laughs> I'm not saying that you got to convert into a, a into a Brooklyn fan, but you got to have love for Brooklyn because, like, had they had a team when you were born, you would be a Brooklyn fan. But they didn't, so you were a Knicks fan. Like, yeah. I'm not saying to trade in your Knicks colors, but you can also root for the Nets. I mean, I know it's kind of hard because it's like the, the 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 Yankees and the Mets and the Giants and the Jets and all that. But mm. it's a little bit different. This is your city. You like we clown Mets fans, mm-hmm. but we don't really clown Mets fans. They're from Queens. Yeah, They're from Queens. You know they, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, right, right. From Queens, like we don't really we ain't gonna clown you. You you you, you right there, in Shea Stadium. The little shitty ass apple come up out the hat and all that good stuff. You know, <laughs> you know we're not gonna clown you like that, but but yeah, man. But like, uh. Brooklyn finally got a team. It's like like that's like saying you can't never wear a Brooklyn Nets hat or like like you know it's Brooklyn. Like I'm not telling you to throw out all your Knicks gear and be like, yeah, it's Brooklyn all day. But well, you can say, okay, if well. Brooklyn wins, I clap my hands and say, God damn, Knicks, what the hell you doing? Or at least I'll give them their props. I'll give them their props. 
because when they when they got Kyrie and KD, I I applauded the Nets. I you know I'm I'm not that Knicks fan that you know like it's you know Yankees versus Mets. You know they you know they got beef with each other. Like it's not for me as a Knicks fan. It's not like that with the Nets. I gave them props for getting those two guys. Um, if they win, they win. Um, I, I'm not going to the parade. Uh, <laughs> I won't go to the parade, but if you talk about wearing Brooklyn hats, I could I could get a Brooklyn hat anywhere and it got to be Nets paraphernalia. It could just say Brooklyn on it. Oh, come on with that cheap shit, man. There's a, a lot of there's a lot of those floating I mean, around. I, Brooklyn, I meant I meant the, the I meant the basketball with the black B in the middle. You wouldn't rock a damn Nets, a, a Brooklyn Nets hat? Nah. I could I could go to Flatbush Avenue right to the to the Jamaican spot. My, my my boy, he got, you know, Brooklyn hats. He got Brooklyn in red, black, and yellow, you know, colors. I could I could get that hat and it's say Brooklyn. If I need a Brooklyn hat, I could just get one of those. I don't gotta I don't gotta oh, get a Nets hat. Man. I don't gotta get a Nets hat. Look, man, I'm I'm and blue and orange, man. I'm I bleed blue and orange, bruh. I'm sorry. So, 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 so let me ask you this. You got a son, don't you? I do. Your son get drafted by the Nets. What colors are you wearing now? Oh, I'm I'm wearing his jersey. That I mean, that's not a that's not a hard. But you still blue and orange. What's but that? You still blue and orange. But you still blue and orange. Yeah, I'm. I'm still gonna rep the Knicks. Yeah. Ah, okay. You I'm still, just I'm, like me. I'm still gonna rep look, the look, Knicks. Look. Yeah. I was I was trying I, I'm trying to set you up to sound the same like me because that's what I said. They're like, oh, what happened if if dudes get drafted to the Falcons? Uh-huh. Well, for as long as he ain't playing the Eagles, I'm a root for him. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> you know exactly. That that's how it is. Like you know, somebody told me the other day. He said, "Hey, man, if if your kid got drafted by the Heat, if if they got drafted by the Miami Heat, would you root for them?" I said, "Well, I root for my son, but I don't like the Miami Heat." I've I've never liked the Miami Heat going back to the late nineties. I've never liked the Heat. <laughs> I never. I, 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 I'll never. I never. For, I'll never forgive PJ Brown for what he did to Charlie Ward. In the words of Mister Mackey, drugs are bad. Boy. <laughs> why you want to keep ingesting the Knicks, man? You see how long Chief been waiting? You want to end up like Chief? Um. Well, look, you Chief, Chief, Chief call you, got call to see them Trey win. Rocker. Trey Rock, I know. <laughs> That's I the know. difference. That's the difference. He trying, got to see them win, <laughs> and he waiting still, and he's still pissed. <laughs> At least he got to see the glory. You ain't never gonna get it. And that's what I'm. And that's what I want. I want what Chief was able to see to see the Knicks win. Take, take your. In the words of Debo, take your ass home. Like that would, like that would make me more. Like that would make me more happy than I would say. I would say another Ravens Super Bowl. Like I mean, I'd be, I'd be happy, obviously, if the Ravens won another Super Bowl. But if the Knicks, that'll make you happier than Lamar winning one. What's that? It'll make you happier than Lamar winning one. If the Knicks won a championship, yeah. If the Knicks won a championship, 
That's just so far fetched, though, man. Yes. That, 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 it's the that dude. Sound. It's the first one I will have ever seen. <laughs> you gotta understand this, bro. <laughs> and I know you don't because you root for a team that steals big men and wins championships. Like, I, I can't relate to that. <laughs> I can't relate to that. <laughs> but y'all, y'all should be a team that does the same thing. We should be. Coast, we should be, but you know, well, I mean, where would you rather be? It's a damn shame. It's a where damn would you shame rather be if we're that, talking that, weather? Look, more players, more players get hyped. Yeah, yeah. When you're talking weather, they want they want to go play in LA, mm-hmm. but more players get hyped to go play in the garden, especially the greats. Yeah, they when they when they're playing for the other team. Put out all type of numbers on your court, not playing for your team. Exactly. They like playing at the garden when they're not playing for the Knicks and they're playing for another team. And you like, still choose to just like Steph Curry, like Steph Curry breaking the three Scotty. point record. It's just be calling me, Scotty. As you right there, you Pookie. Mm, look, they're just calling you, man. You can't. I'm you not can't get enough of it. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna switch, bro. I'm not gonna switch because again, I mentioned them teams earlier. In the show, you know, them fans had to wait, you know, until them teams eventually won theirs. So I had to wait for my Eagles. Yeah, it, so you you feel me then? I you, feel you. You feel me then, I feel right? You. I feel you. I, I I really do. I'm just I'm just messing with you. You know how I rock. <laughs> yeah, no saying? doubt, no doubt. What, what, what you what you it got is, there? What, what you what you got over there? What you there? I see the smoke. Uh, <laughs> Oh no, no, no! I didn't smoke since the show started. I, I set that thing down. Oh, I'm okay. Over here, uh, I, I need to go refill my cup now. And then, wifey out there told me, "I know you're gonna take longer than two hours." I said, "Nah, they show ain't but like an hour, hour and a half." Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I was just sipping on some wine over here, a little bit of Bud Light. Mm-hmm. Actually, I shouldn't have said I shouldn't have said that. They don't get no free promotion. Wine <laughs> and beer. <laughs> wine and beer. Uh, hey, shout out to uh, shout out to Demar Derozan, man. Uh, you check out his game winners over the uh, New Year yeah, break. Yeah, I seen them. Yeah, I seen them. And you know, you know, he wanted to come to LA, and LeBron said no. He said no to Demar Derozan. No. He did. That's a he shocker. Did. That's a shocker. He did. Wow. Wow, he literally did. Hey, MVP candidate—that's an MVP candidate right there. It DeMar really De- is. Demar Derozan, yeah. Well, I probably, I, I would probably put, I probably put KD one. Steph. Well, I think you could flip flop KD and Steph. I think KD and Steph are one and two. Whether you put one over the other or not, and then after that, I think Demar Derozan's right there at number three. As an MVP candidate right now. Oh uh, yeah, he definitely up there with them. Um, what? And you know, there's been a couple of analysts only, only a very small handful that have been saying, "Hey, watch out!" Like for this before the season started, look out for Chicago. They're going to be a real deal. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of dudes out there with length. You got dudes that are gritty. You got dudes that yeah. you know, they come to play tough. Mm-hmm. And you got. Like no one has, there's not really. I mean, you got Levine and everything, but it's mm-hmm. it's still more of a. This is us. Like Levine is still young too. Like this is yeah. a young team, yeah, full of guys who have been either casted away from somewhere else mm-hmm. or called 
called washed up when they're not necessarily washed up. So these right. dudes come to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're overachieving this year, and I mean overachieving in a sense that like they're, they're the number one year. seed, and nobody expected them to be number one at any point in the season. I thought they'd be a playoff mm-hmm. team probably around maybe five or six seeds, something like that. But I, I wasn't expecting this from Chicago this year. No, I don't think Michael Jordan was expecting this from Chicago this year. And, you know, when you really look at it, but the collection of talent that they had, mm-hmm. you would think, okay, if this thing could gel, possibly like, yeah, they, they really got a good squad. They're pretty deep too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You look at the pieces that they have even coming off the bench. You say, okay, like for as long as things are flowing, like they, you got good decision makers out there. You got Alonzo Ball out there who's going to make good decisions. His three-pointing percentage is way through the roof. He's actually gotten way more aggressive. You know, you got somebody like DeMar DeRozan who, you know, like you said, like like I said, was, was, was quote-unquote snubbed from LeBron, right? People mm-hmm. didn't think he was good after he left Toronto. He went to San Antonio and really was – not really heard about. Uh, you got Zach Levine dealing with all of them injuries. Could he ever get to that point? Now, all of a sudden, he's playing like a superstar. You know, you got these other pieces that you got out there with those dudes, and you look at it and you say, like, this is a really good team. You don't know how far they can go, but still, you feel like they're ahead of schedule. Yeah. hmm Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they look really good, man. Um, I mean, the Nets are going to, you know, they're they going to have some tough sledding getting through the East this year. And, you know, Milwaukee is still formidable. Um, I think the Heat can be uh, formidable with Kyle Lowry now there and Jimmy Butler. And I I, I read somewhere on Twitter that he got caught it off the court uh, last night. It was an ankle non-contact or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. Even having ankle problems all and off this season, man. Oh, and that's a concern because he ain't getting no young. Yeah, this is like mm-hmm. his second and third. I mean, yeah, most of them weren't serious. This one may be, from what they're saying, I mean, this one could be uh, the most serious out of the other ones that he's had before. He's just, you know, mm. little ding-dangs. Right. This one might be um, a pretty severe injury. So you want to keep an eye on that because Jimmy's not getting any younger. You know he's always going to play hard. Right. So uh, Jimmy Butler coming back on an 80% ankle isn't a good thing because he's going to play at 120%, which mm-hmm. means that ankle could get injured again, you know, him not paying attention to protecting it. So, yeah. but, right. I mean, the Miami Heat are definitely a good team, but I just don't know how far they can go um, coming down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought before the Butler injury, you got guys that know what it's like to get to the finals. You got a coach that's a championship coach. And you got a point guard that knows what it takes to get to the finals and actually win it in Kyle Lowry. So I thought all those things combined was going to make the Heat a real, you know, a real threat. Kyle Lowry should have went to Philly. Back home, right? That would have been a perfect fit. M and B would have been the perfect fit, I believe, because mm-hmm. – um, Kyle Lowry comes to play all uh, every day. He ain't no BSer. Yeah. Um, I think he I think Joel and B would have respected him the same way he respected Jimmy Butler. You see how sad he was yeah. when Jimmy left over there in that organization. So 
being that you could have got Kyle Lowry just for the cash, mm-hmm. right? right? You didn't have to trade for him. Right. You could have right. got him just for the cash. And then whether whatever happened with Ben Simmons right now was a luxury, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You get Ben to come back. Okay, cool. If not, you could trade him away. But even so, now you feel better if you trading Ben away for, I don't know, you know, 60 cent on the dollar instead of getting a one for one match like you think you're supposed to get for Ben. What's going to happen with Ben Simmons, man? Um, I don't know, bro. Because my man is they just. To, they getting... have to trade him, but yeah. let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who says no? Ben Simmons for Russell Westbrook. <laughs> hey, Who says I mean, no? that 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 could Who solve no? that could solve some of the Lakers' issues. Yeah, do the Lakers? Oh, yeah, defensively. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's shoot. what I mean. Defensively, they're gonna help their free throw shooting. Yeah, and right. Help right. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, I, I've always said he fits better in Golden State. If if Golden State was ever to make a trade like that, it would have to be. Ben Simmons for somebody on that roster because Ben Simmons, all he could do here there in Golden State, he could set the defense. He can, you know, he can play in the paint because that's where he's most effective at. Like he's not a he's not a perimeter player. He's not a guy that's gonna shoot the three. He's not gonna shoot, period. Um, but you put him on a roster with Steph. Draymond, and then when Clay gets back, and then you still got Wiseman and Poole still there. Wiggins. Does he accept a lesser role, or does is he stuck? Right. Is he on that Tim Tebow? Um, I'm a point guard. I'm a quarterback. Then that's and, the question. Yeah, yeah and we really true. don't know. But we hear yeah. reports that he really, you know, necessarily wasn't the hardest worker. You know, when it comes to the off season and even during the season and stuff like that, when it comes to trying to get better at the things he's not good at. So it's like, how does, how does that work out? Like, you know what I'm saying? We don't right. know. It's a roll of the dice. Right. Right. That's true. Uh, I was just reading this, uh, this message from Mocha Bella in the Facebook live chat. She says the heater waiting on Victor Oladipo. And I forgot about Victor Oladipo, um, you know, coming off of the injury there. So I don't know when we're going to see him. Yeah. Um, and I really like Victor Oladipo, but I think it's to the point now where he is probably going to be looking for some type of Derrick Rose resurgence, right? Like he was very explosive um, at a young age and all of that stuff could get where, get whatever shot he wanted. However, mm-hmm. injuries have unfortunately overcome this man's body. Yeah. Right. So is he right. coming back? a new and improved Oladipo, i.e., you know, Derrick Rose, or is he coming back still trying to be the same victor that he was before, which could possibly have led to some of his injury, not to say that him playing hardly, you know, led to his injuries, but you never know. You know, like they say sometimes with Derrick, like they say with Derrick Rose, oh, well, he, he had too much torque that he was putting on them knees mm-hmm. because he was so explosive, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. You know, uh, you know, it, it's kind of hard to, to 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 judge where that's really going to come off. And that's the second major injury, back. too. So, you know, you don't know how he's going to look when he come back. Kind of like his third, really. Mm, third? Okay, yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Because I, I remember the one he got in, um, I, I remember the one he got in Indiana. 
and then um the one the right one, when he got to um and then when he got to Miami. Indiana didn't draft, yeah, he had one on the team that who who drafted him? Uh the Magic. Yeah, he got hurt. He got hurt in Orlando too. Oh, he did. Okay. I I, I don't think I knew that, but yeah, that 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 yeah, that that, yeah, I, that I, believe, I believe he got hurt on I don't think it was a like you know like a catastrophic like one of them serious ones mm-hmm. like the other ones he caught but he, but he had some injury history in Orlando too otherwise why, why would they have traded him you know what I'm saying like he, mm-hmm. he's a he's a hell of a talent right yeah no I feel you but hey, also okay oh, is before you say what you say is the one crowning jewel for him well uh, they weren't catastrophic Steph Curry was injury prone until he wasn't anymore and look mm-hmm. what he became when he wasn't. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And no, and Nola Depot's a hard worker. Like that dude, I, I remember when they lost to the Cavs in the first round that year, and he came on the TNT set and he was talking about um I forget who the player was, um that he was trying to say he wanted to emulate that person's work ethic so that he can become more clutch um in those kind of situations. So he seemed to me like a guy that was committed to trying to get to that point in his career where he could be that dude consistently. And, you know, the injuries just came and, you know, that kind of delayed all that. So he just seemed like a guy that works hard. So I, I hope, you know, when he does come back that he can, you know, get back to, you know, doing some of those things. Yeah, we'll see, man. Yeah, for certain. Hey, um, before I wrap this up, man, um, I got to say rest in peace to uh, some names here. Uh, Sam Jones, uh, former Boston Celtic, I believe, from back in the day. Um, Rest in peace, Betty White, uh, Dan Reeves. Um, the name of you know name a few few names that we've lost in the past few days. So, uh, man, John Madden too. We 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 talked about John Madden on the previous episode, but yeah, rest in peace to him too. And uh, um, you know, condolences to the families of uh, of the fallen. Yeah, for real, man. It's um, you know, you 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 appreciative that. Some of these uh, people that we're naming were able to live full lives, if not majority of them able to live full lives. But yeah, still in all, it's nothing that you want to hear in a day and time where we know that you know we got coronavirus out here. Yeah, these got cases the Amar- are really crazy. The Amar- and, what do you call it? Uh, people keep yeah, calling it Omarion, Omar- but it's the Omicron. Omar- 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 <laughs> yeah, Omicron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so you know, you just looking for any bit of good news that you can get or at least you don't really want to hear any bad news so but yeah to hear the news of 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 you know these people passing away it's um it's saddening on one hand on the other hand you understand that it's a part of life yeah um and you and you you know you feel good that these people done good things with their lives and were able to affect so many including ourselves right so mm-hmm. you know you just tip your cat to the Take your cap to him and and you hope that you know maybe you see him on the other side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Betty White would have been a hundred, I think, next week or something like that. It's a, it's a shame yeah. that she didn't get to that milestone one hundred, you know. But you know she lived a full life, you know, like you said. So um, 
you know, again, rest in peace to all those names and condolences to the families. And, you know, we, we just, you know, life goes on, right? Yeah, man. Look, either it does or, you know, unfortunately, you'll, you'll be one of the names that people are saying gone too soon or whatever. Yeah, I'm not ready for that yet. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> I'm not ready for that yet. Uh, let me uh, close the show here. Uh, so uh, shout out to Mocha Bella because uh, Mocha, Be- Mocha Bella, you know, gracefully embraced the Facebook live chat this evening. So shout out to you, Mocha Bella. And, uh, to all of our, and to all of our listeners and to all of the Facebook live viewers tonight, appreciate you guys tuning in. Appreciate the support. Uh, just a few things before we get up on out of here. Make sure you guys... Uh, follow the podcast on our YouTube channel. Also, click the like button on the Facebook page. We do all of our Facebook Live um, episodes there. Also, check us out on all of our streaming platforms. Um, you know, when this podcast hits, you know, Apple and Spotify and iHeartRadio and all of our other platforms. So, check us out there. Also, on social media. You can follow us on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at Barbershop SPOR2. And if you got any questions or comments about the show, you can hit us up on email at Barbershop Sports Talk One at gmail.com. So, uh, thanks to the MVP in the clutch, the microwave John Fisher, uh, you know, for joining me on uh, short notice here. Uh, appreciate you, homie. Hey, man, no doubt. Anytime, man. Anytime I can help. Uh, I'll be back on with Mo this Thursday. We'll be doing Fishing Grits, um, allegedly. and But okay. cooking with the microwave, we'll be back uh, full-fledged next week, next Tuesday. And um, we'll, be, we'll be going from 5 to 7, so getting off the air right before you and you and Maestro, or right about the time you and Maestro come on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, hey, hey, not a problem. See, because, you know, it, it's always, it, see, it's different for you because you always got a partner. Mm-hmm. You know, for me doing a solo show, it's a lot easier when you have a partner, makes the show go easier and kind of takes some of the um, mm-hmm. the stress off your brain about what you got to go through and what you got to do and controlling this, controlling that and all that stuff. So, yep. yeah, it was a blast, man. And plus, you know, you done came over here. You know what I'm saying, and we and we and we done did our thing over here on cooking with the microwave. By the time that I came to the barbershop, got me a little cut. Just so next oh, time yeah. they see me, you know, no doubt, you know, you know, you know, you know, I'm gonna have my little, my little, my little cut from after I left the barbershop. No doubt, no doubt, and um, you know, I, I remember doing the show last time, and you know, some of the callers is already trying to. Uh, Paris as like a as like the yeah. next duo. It's, you know, it's it's, it's crazy, yeah. but yeah, it's it, it's amazing. But um, you know, again, and and I just want to mention Mo Cheese too. Um, now that you're here, that I'm happy that he's back home. That you know he, he's doing you know some bigger and better things, and you know he's you know been bringing awareness to some of the issues that you know, that the reasons that he was in, you know, for, you know, for the time that he was in that, um, you know, I'm glad that he's bringing those issues, you know, to the forefront and, you know, bringing awareness to that. 
And, um, you know, happy that you two guys are paired up again, man, you know, making some magic happen. Yeah, it feel good to have a bro back. Um, quiet as cap. When I originally took my first little hiatus, you know, it was partially after his, it was, it was a little, maybe like a month or two after his conviction, mm-hmm. you know, I just didn't feel the same anymore, you know, thinking about what he going through. And I'm like, man, I don't want to be out here doing no show. Half the time, he was the one that made sure I got up and did one anyway. Now he ain't around, yeah. you know, like, ah, whatever. But, you know, it's good to be back. Good to have him back. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I, I'm still not doing my show consistently because, <laughs> you know, we got other things going on. My daughter's playing basketball for the school and everything. So, yep. you know, sometimes you got to be a parent first. And Absolutely. it just so happens that Tuesdays and Thursdays are the only days that I can do shows. So if I ain't doing it on Tuesday and now Thursday is fishing grits, you know, I'm pretty much just done for the week. But yep. either way, man, uh, I'm going to try to get my show a little more consistent as the basketball season finna start winding down um, in a minute. In, in a minute, But, um, yeah, man, it, it's good to have Mo back. You know, it's good to be able to do fishing grits again and have a partner on the show, somebody I can rag on and, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> talk all types of shit to. No you doubt, know what I mean? No like, it's all like I, I can't talk shit to myself. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, I mean? right, right. I can give him a hard time and all that good stuff, man. So it's always good to have that. I know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, man. But uh again, man, thanks a lot, man. I, I appreciate you, brother. Thanks and for having uh, me, bro. you know, we 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 gonna we're gonna do it again at some point, you know, down the road. All right. That's a bet. Let's plan it, man. Me, you, and Stroke. Yep, no doubt, no doubt. All right, family out there, uh, y'all have a good week. And uh, we'll be back next week with uh, some more sports talk, preview the playoffs and all that good stuff. Peace. One love. Peace.